received your instructions. Touch gloves if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the UFC Fight Night Sao Paulo edition of Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast. As always, the first order of business is to thank the focused passionate UFC gambling enthusiasts that support this podcast. If you're tuning into this podcast and our sneak peek, you're gambling on UFC events. And we're happy to have you, and we're going to do all we can to educate you into making profitable positions. Second order, speaking of sneak deep, our opening line report on San Paulo fell on Monday. If you currently subscribe or follow the Bout Business Podcast, each week the sneak peek will automatically populate for you. So give us a follow, please. Now, one last thing on sneak peek. It's simply an opening line report. That said, one of the releases that we're going to handle today was talked about, mentioned, alluded to, and even given on the sneak teep, and we're not going to be ashamed or hesitant to release positions on the sneak teep podcast early in the week. That's why it's there. It's also forcing me earlier and earlier to monitor opening lines, and I'm finding that there's going to be tremendous value in monitoring these opening lines and reporting them between the sneak teep and the Bout Business podcast for our gambling advantage in 2024. Now, on January of 2024, the only place you'll be able to get the Bout Business podcast will be at the gamblue.com webpage. And if you're interested in more information about that, please go to gamblue.com where everything is explained and laid out for you. Now, let's actually get into some Bout Business business. UFC favorites. 247, 117, and 19, marching along at 64.5%, couple percentage points higher than normal. So we'll monitor that. About business podcast results 91 and 87, 28.33 units of profit, 16% return on investment. That's a plus 128 average. Now, Those of you keeping Excel and tracking profitability on your own will notice that we just picked up 1.25 units of profit and two wins since last two weeks ago when we completed 294. And let me explain why that happened. We had two units of bets in parlays to John Jones 
those parlays now come down because Jones' bout is canceled. So each two-team parlay reverts to a one-team parlay. And in the first case, Marcos, minus 135 to John Bones Jones, was returning a plus 117. Now that converts to just a one-teamer, and our one unit returns 0.75 of a unit. This is how typical two-team parlays get reduced if there's a loss or a push. In the second of the two-team parlays, we took Taffa, the heavyweight fighter, at minus 200. He won his bout. We tied him with Johnny Bones Jones, who was at the 395 chalk level at that point in time. And because Taffa minus 200 wins, our one unit returns a half a unit. So, yes, it would have been nice to have John Jones fight Miocic because I was very confident based on how I was betting that he was going to win. He doesn't. But we pick up two wins, 1.25 units. Thank you very much. And with that, let's review our futures. Future bets, Covington minus 110. Currently priced plus 105. We're off a little bit with him. That's going to be a close fight. And I think the closer we get to the fight, the more Covington money we may get. I'm not sure. I know this. We have one unit on Covington minus 110. We have one other outstanding future and an early release from this week that we will cover in the next six rounds. And without much further ado, let's move right in to Sao Paulo, round one. In round one, we're going to start with the first fight on the card, lightweights, where the hometown, home countryman, Fernandez, please excuse me, I have no clue how to pronounce the young man's first name. I know Fernandez is easy enough for me. Fighting Mark Diacasey, who's shipping in from Sweden to fight. Now, this is an interesting fight. The Fernandez fighter from Brazil, Nova Uniao, great gym, comes to us in a debut from Shuto and LFA. But this is his debut fight. He's from Brazil. So he's going to fight in front of his fans. This is his debut. He's got to have nerves. Besides the fact now he's stepping well up in competition, and I worry about how he's going to be able to regulate his energy for three rounds. On the other side of the cage, Mark Diacasey, we have an experienced UFC fighter that's been in there with a very high level of opponent. Diacasey's got experience, level of competition face. He has well more than 10. UFC fights more than Fernandez has pro fights. Cardio for Diacasey is an asset, as is his wrestling game. And it's here in wrestling that I believe Diacasey, a very strong and yet hungry, desperate fighter, chooses to make his move and make a pronunciation on himself. And this is where Diacasey coming in here off two straight losses, a competent fighter, but a desperate fighter. Those last two losses, Michael Johnson, Joel Alvarez, he's a monster. Listen, this is a great spot for Diacasey. He has too much experience, 
And I think he has just too much wrestling for a debuting local that steps in on semi-short notice. Now we're going to use Diakese, currently priced minus 190 in a parlay with a fighter in next week's card in New York, Benoit Saint-Denis. He's minus 205. We'll give the breakdown then. But round one, Mark Diakese, the first fight in the card, minus 190, goes with Benoit Saint-Denis, currently priced minus 205. One unit returns 1.26 units. Now we move into round two. In round two, we're just going to move up to the third fight on the card. And this is the fight we talked about in the opening as well on the Sneak Teat podcast Monday, Angela Hill and Denise Gomes. Miss Gomes shows up eight and two, and she looks like an absolute force with her hands, with her fists. She's got a couple of finishes, one in the first round, her most recent fight, then one in the second round previous to that. However, we got to look at the competitions she's faced and monitor that with those results. Actually, in her debut fight, UFC, she took on Loma Lukbunmi in a fight where Lukbunmi I regard as a bottom third athlete in the division. Lukbunmi won the fight. I have real questions about Denise Gomes' ability to fight a full three rounds. She's going to be juiced up in front of the home fans, and she's writing these finishes, and it's really power that she relies on in her fights. On the other side of the cage, Angela Hill, yeah, 15, 13, and 0, but Hill, 9 and 12 in the UFC, but you got to look at who she's fighting. Hill's been in the cage with the likes of Andrade, Dern, Gadinez, Amanda Lemos, Jandra Roma, Tisha Torres. Listen, Angela Hill, 38 years old, I get it. Hill, two inches taller. She has an inch of reach advantage. She's been in with a hugely more competitive skill set of competition. She has great experience. And as we know, these ship-in athletes shipping into Brazil, they're dying to go fight down there. All except the Black Beast on the main event, and we'll get there later. But these athletes can't wait to go down and compete and fight in Brazil to experience those fans. I think this is a great opportunity for Angela Hill, as we talked earlier in the week. Round two, Angela Hill, currently priced plus 115, one unit on Angela Hill to win 115. Now we'll move right to the fifth fight of the evening and round three. Round three is a fight that we released last week. We have the hometown Brazilian, Elisio Zaleski dos Santos, fighting the Russian Renat Fakrendinov. I'm going to call Mr. Fakrendinov Renat, if you don't mind. We used Renat minus 278 two weeks ago with Trevor Peak, who was priced. Minus 165. So our hand 
looks like a flush because we've got the Russian Renat currently priced plus 117 on the second leg of that parlay. Listen, Zaleski Dos Santos is big, strong, flamboyant with his strikes, strong and explosive, but he's got a limited fuse. He's getting up in age and really on his last run, I believe, at 36 years old. But in Renat, we're going to have the larger athlete, the younger athlete, and the athlete with reach whose wrestling grappling is superb and whose striking is on tremendous improve. In a highly competitive fight, round three, Renat Pakrendinov, plus 117. Now we move into round four. Round four was released earlier this week. It's the opening fight of the main card. And in this fight, we have Rodolfo Vieira, the Brazilian, facing Armin Petrosian, shipping in from Armenia. This fight opened Vieira minus 125. Petrosian plus 105. I was asleep at the wheel and didn't wake up till Sunday or Monday, realized Petrosian was still close to pick. I think there's advantage with him, released him minus 110. Currently, this fight sits a dead pick, a minus 110 each way. With Vieira, we know what we're getting. More of a singularly dimensioned grappler, Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist. This guy's extremely physical, chiseled out of granite, strong as he can be. But in order to execute against Petrosian, and let's not fool ourselves, Petrosian's the way bigger man here, three inches taller, two years younger. And so Vieira's going to have to expend energy to engage Petrosian and take him down. Petrosian, on his part, is a Muay Thai kickboxing striker. If you sneeze on him, he slips and goes down. So let's not fool ourselves here. Petrosian's takedown defense is shoddy. He has to know what's coming from Vieira. And the cat and mouse in this fight is when and how can Vieira get Petrosian down? And under no circumstance can Petrosian allow Vieira to get him down. In what's going to be a Hold your breath for the first round fight. We've got to get Petrosian into round two because I believe if we do, his strength, his striking, and his size are going to change the momentum of this fight. We're going to have to weather a furious Vieira first round. Round four, Armin Petrosian, minus 110. 1.1 unit to win one unit. Now let's roll right into round five. Round five, co-main event, Gabriel Bonfim, Nicholas Dalby. Holy smokes, Bonfim opens minus 550, Dalby 400. And I say holy smokes because, yeah, Bonfim is the rage. And he's shown himself to be an absolute animal finisher. That said, when we look at who he's animal finished, we look at Morny Lazé, who gasses after six, seven minutes. Trey Walters, who 
Bonfim was able to choke out. That was his contender fight. And then Trevin Giles. Okay, moderate competition, but nothing journeyman or better. Now, he steps well up in competition, in my estimation, to fight a guy in Nicholas Dalby, who's straight off a Viking ship in 1211 Norway. Now, Dalby's 38 years old, and he's on his second stint in the UFC. And in this fight, it'll be Bonfim that's the taller man, 12 years the younger man, Dalby with reach. We look at Dalby's record, and we realize a couple things. Hey, and this is his second stint in the UFC. He's won his last three fights. Muslim Salikov, Orly Alves, Claudio Silva, all superior athletes to who Bonfim's been in with. Now, we look at the price on Bonfim, as I mentioned, minus 550 to plus 400. Now he's minus 625, Dalby plus 450. The one and a half rounds to the under, minus 125. Boy, I think there is real opportunity in Dalby. Maybe not necessarily to win this fight, though I believe he's capable of it. But the plan for Dalby, just much like Petrosian is, Gabriel Bonfim's going to come out like a house of fire. Dalby must weather the first round and navigate this fight into round two. The Dalby plan clearly revolves around his durability and his awareness that they need to take Gabriel Bonfim deep. Oh, by the way, Dalby's never been finished. You know where I'm going here, right to the DraftKings menu. Gabriel Bonfim, Nicholas Dalby starts round two, currently priced minus 130. That's leg one of a parlay, to which we are going to tie the second leg into another fight next week. With six fight cards remaining this year, we're going to do everything we can to enhance profitability as we race towards the finish line. Round five, Bonfim Dalby starts to minus 130, and that's tied to Mateusz Rebecki next week, currently priced minus 185. One unit returns plus 168. We're going to go to confession with that parlay because there's so much opportunity there. Now let's move into round six. Round six, main event. We're not done parlaying. This time we're going to parlay within the card. And what we're going to do is we're going to go to the Chow Baraljo and Abus Magomedov fight. And here's another fight where I think we have two competitive warriors. I like the Brazilian Baraljo quite a bit, but I don't really want to chalk out at minus 300 and something like he sits. So rather than play that game, I realized Magomedov in his last fight laid an egg against Strickland because he run out of gas after a round. I look for that to be fixed. I look for Magomedov's size to be a problem for Baralho, and it's going to take Baralho all three rounds to chop down this Russian destroyer. That said, Magomedov's gas, I think, is what's going to be his Achilles heel in this fight as it was in his last. 
So this parlay starts with the Baralo Magomedov starts round three. That's currently priced minus 105. These are DraftKings prices. And we're going to team Baralo Magomedov starts round three to the main event, Almeida, just straight up 485. We like Almeida inside the distance here, but the price is minus 450. Why would we take minus 450 when we can take him just to win anyway? God forbid this thing were to go to decision at 485. Round six, Baraljo Magomedov starts three minus 105 in a parlay with Almeida straight up at minus 485. One unit pays plus 1.35 units. That's it for San Paolo. Next week, we're in the Big Apple for heavyweight hatred. And remember, Monday, the Sneak Heat podcast. Download it so you can get it immediately upon release each week. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the fight. Locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. All the superlatives. Oh, oh, that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.